This is The Jerry Callahan Show. I, I know you're going to find this hard to believe, Corona, but I'm disgusted with my uh, elected leaders and the media, by the way. If you missed it, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse sat down with Tucker Carlson for 48 minutes last night. I was kind of a little nervous watching. I said he could blow it all here, say something, one or two really stupid things, give fodder to his enemies, and they are out there. We'll get to the... Uh, the, the Kevin Cullen column in the Boston oh, Globe, by the way. And I mean, honestly, what it, it, I talk about this all the time. What does it take to get fired if you're a liberal in the media? And I still don't have an answer. Joy Reid is still spewing her hate on MS, MSNBC, and Kevin Cullen is still making stuff up at the Boston Globe. <clears throat> but we'll get to Cull. We'll get to Cull. This was the greatest get in Tucker Carlson's uh, young career on, I think he's been on five years since he replaced Bill O'Reilly. <clears throat> it must be tough to be Bill O'Reilly because he had a great career, but he's been completely overshadowed by his replacement. I don't have that same problem. Kirk Minahan and I don't have that same problem. When we look back at our old, uh, our old employer and our replacement, it just must, I mean, it's like, like Drew Bledsoe was a borderline hall of famer, a great player. Hmm. A really good quarterback, you know, a guy who took the Patriots to the Super Bowl, changed the culture in New England. He gets replaced by the greatest ever. And now, whenever he talks to anybody in the media, the first question is, what's it like to be the guy that Brady replaced? And he handles it well. He he's does. a terrific guy. He really yeah. is. And he's got he's smart and thoughtful and he's got a great career as a wine as a is a winemaker uh after his nfl career but he and he laughs about it you know hey you know i took i got bumped by the, the greatest ever uh but again we don't have that problem uh bill o'reilly does because he had a great career he's the biggest star ever in cable news and he's been eclipsed and yesterday this this there's a couple things that make tucker even better i was an o'reilly fan i watched him every night not a fan of his personal life but he did a good job uh tucker's better and last night, what he did, other than get the biggest scoop, the biggest get in in media in I don't know how long, years, he drives his enemies insane, which is a, an art form. I mean, he, he sticks the knife in and twists it, and you can just feel, you could see the people at CNN, MSNBC, everywhere, New York Times, Boston Globe, you can hear the corporate media just seething turning and, and, and saying, how can we bring him down? How, what can we do to stop him? And I watched a, uh, a segment I've been flipping around and <clears throat> it was a segment on CNN about, about it was uh, Jim Acosta, Jim Acosta talking about, he calls Fox news. He thinks this is edgy. He actually said it on CNN. He said, uh, Fox news is the bullshit factory. He calls it the bullshit factory. He says, <laughs> Tucker Carlson's the, the leader of the bullshit factory. And it's just, He's oozing with envy, you know, and insecurity. And somewhere, if he even sees this, Tucker's laughing at that low Jim Acosta, who got demoted to like a weekend guy now. But they they hate Tucker, and they sure hate Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, they do. And they and and what he did last night, I think Tucker. What what Kyle Rittenhouse did is make his enemies look even worse, look even more petty, look even, <clears throat> look, look smaller. And he did mention obviously legal action and God knows we are cheering, applauding, hoping, rooting for that. But I couldn't help but think, and, and Tucker kind of mentioned it at the break, you're watching this. And did you see all 48 minutes, Carano? Uh, I did. Yeah. You're watching this and you're hearing him and seeing him and looking how young he is. And he's a, he was 17 years old when he was forced to protect his community. Um, he comes from a broken home. I know his father lives in Kenosha, but I got a question. Where the hell is dad? Why is he never involved in anything? If he's protecting his father's community and he tells a whole story about getting arrested, going to jail, going to court, having lawyers, lawyers screw him over. He mentions his mother. Mom's always there and she's doing her best. And we saw her on with Hannity. She's a, a working class woman doing her best. Dad is never involved. I mean, he talks about his friends driving him to court and driving him to, to, to prison. And his father lives right there and you never see him. I don't think he was in court, but that's a question for another day. My question today is, 
to Joe Biden and to Ayanna Presley and to uh, Elon Omar and AOC and all the, 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 the scum in the media, the Joy Reeds and the Jim Acostas and the, and the Chris Hayes and the Rachel Maddows. And I mean, this is the guy you wanted in prison for life. You look at him, you hear his story, you see the video, you know what happened. That this case is doesn't have a lot of gray area anymore. It is not a a, a matter of, of of debate or interpretation. You know what happened. It's all on video, and you still want him in prison for life or for twenty or twenty five or thirty years. That's what you wanted. I, I don't think I've ever been more ashamed of I don't say my country, but the system, the system where the president of the United States feels free to lie about a child. And let's be honest, he was not only legally a child, he looks like a child. He I does. don't even know why. Uh, I guess I know why Rosenbaum was picking on him. He was hoping to get, you know, one more quick, <laughs> quick grab of an unwilling minor. That cherub. <laughs> <laughs> he, well, that cute little face. He wasn't going for the gun, uh, Kyle. He was going for your crotch. <laughs> And, uh, and and Huber and Gross Krauts and Dropkick, Jump Kick Man, whose name we now know. I, 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 I got it written here. Freeland, whatever his name is. They still don't use his name. Which no, is Jump weird. Kick Man. They it's just a call meme. Him Jump no, Kick Man. Actually, I think it's good. It's a meme. It, like, gets, it gets it in your head of, of what, the, the guy, what his action was. I think that's actually a really smart move. And, and if the, if the uh, DA of Binger you know, were... Uh, n- nonpartisan, he'd be going after Jump Kick Man and be going after Gross Krauts, Gross Krauts, who had an illegal handgun and pointed it in the face of a 17-year-old. But you're, you, you have gotten no apologies from anybody. Joe Biden doubled down, said he was angry about the verdict. Angry! Angry! Because a 17-year-old was exonerated in a court of law by a jury of his peers because of the evidence that was presented in court. That makes Joe Biden angry. Do you hear a word from Ayanna Presley, my absolute despicable, disgusting representative who called him a white supremacist domestic terrorist right after the shooting and never retracted, it will, never apologized? It will only hurt them politically if they say anything now. They just have to ignore it. They can't but, do but it. You know what? Ayanna Presley, it doesn't matter. She's in for life. That's what we do in Boston. Here's what I was thinking as I'm watching. It's disgusting, but I can't help it. I live in Boston. You live New Hampshire. Yep. If you live in New England, virtually every single elected representative, every person that our friends and neighbors have elected to represent us wanted to put this 17-year-old child in prison for life. They, want, they were rooting for a conviction on all five counts which would have meant at least 40 years, at least. So they wanted to put him in jail for life. They know, uh, again, maybe they're stupid, which is certainly the case with some of these. I mean, Ed Markey, you think Ed Markey spent a minute understanding oh, the case? No, but he's upset at the verdict. If they spent any time at all, I mean, Joe Biden, of course, has no idea what he's talking about, but the people around him do, and they wanted to put this child away for life. So everybody who represents us, Carano, everyone, every congressperson in Massachusetts, certainly in Connecticut and Rhode Island, every senator, Warren and Markey, I mean, uh, White House and, 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 and Rhode Island, they, all of them, they looked at this case, they knew it was self-defense. They knew he was under attack. They knew these, these scumbag Antifa derp, they were trying to kill him. He shot first, thank God, he survived when you see the video and you see what he went through, the, I'm blown away by his composure. He was literally on his ass under attack with a bunch of, of, of just evil adults, dropkick man, uh, gross krauts, Huber trying to kill him, kick him in the head. Huber bashed him in the head with a skateboard, hoping to kill him. Gross krauts pulls a gun on him. It's almost hard. It's, it is hard to believe that he survived that. Yeah, I agree. You watch that again. It was a go, war zone. This kid's 17, totally alone, surrounded. It wasn't just those three. There was four or five others surrounded by Antifa scum, by Biden supporters. And he survived. 
not only just survived, he got a little dizzy because they smacked him in the head with a skateboard and they punched him and they kicked him. A 17-year-old baby-faced kid, a lifeguard, a junior cadet police officer protecting his community. That kid versus, you name it, uh, Rosenbaum, Hubert, Rosenkrantz, and our elected officials, every single one of them sides with Rosenbaum. They side with Huber. They side with Grosskreutz against the 17-year-old lifeguard. It's disgusting when you think about it. It's nauseating. I don't, I don't understand why they can't have a little, a little humility, a little humanity and say, you know what? Maybe I jumped the gun on this one. Maybe I didn't see all the video. I didn't hear all the evidence. Then you get to this, you get to this, which I'm, I'm, I'll always have a hard time with this because it's always going to be someone to compare it to. But, but Kyle Rittenhouse, who is 100% innocent, and we knew it from the beginning, the videos we saw in court, most of them, not all of them, most of them were available a year and a half ago. We knew it. We t- said on this show, we talked about it many times. He was clearly acting in self-defense. Now there's no debate about it. It's a, he did 87 days in jail. Yeah. 17-year-old kid. Some of it in a big boy prison, 87 days in jail, and his bail was $2 million, $2 million. Now, this is going to happen every day now. We're, you know, we're, we compare him to somebody. In this case, we're comparing him to Daryl Brooks, another guy who was arrested and jailed uh, in the state of Wisconsin under the same guidelines. And... Um, Daryl Brooks was released on a thousand dollars bail. A thousand. Yeah. A thousand dollars. I'm going to get to his rap sheet. Believe it or not, I heard someone say it's 50 pages long. I thought it was an exaggeration. <laughs> it is not. I have it here in front of me. You're a better man than me um, to go through that. <laughs> I didn't print it out, but I have it here in front of Jesus. me on my laptop. It is exactly 50 pages long these are not this is that's the thing it's like they're this is all politically motivated uh bail is all of it is there it's all one system and it's just politically motivated that's why you can't trust them um you can't trust them to do the objective things any elect any elected uh, official who was commenting on this written house thing when it first came out the 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 right thing to do would have just been like oh man this is a terrible tragedy that people died I need to. Fa- I don't know what the facts of the case are. Let me look into it, and then I'll give a comment. But no, they rush to. That's why you know they only want power. They don't care. And, and, They're just trying and, to rally the their day, base. Most, the most disgusting thing I think is making it about race. And you're watching this, and we'll get to the Tucker asked him about it. He talked about it. I have my theory on why he said he supports BLM. That was a big takeaway that he supports BLM. But I have, and uh, we'll get to it. It is amazing to me that they make it about race. And then they'll turn around and say, you make everything about race, about, you know, me or other people, Tucker. No, I'm, I know I make it about good and evil. You know, I make it about Kyle Rittenhouse is the good guy. Yeah. And, and, and Joseph Rosenbaum is about as bad a person as you can get. They were marching and chanting after the verdict saying, uh, Rose and bomb Rose. They were, uh, they were, they call him Jojo. We talked about Mark Ruffalo. They were, they put, made a, made a poster of Rosenbaum and Huber with this ribbon, like, you know, calling them heroes and rest in peace. And, and talking about them going to heaven. Now, I don't know if any of us is going to heaven, Toronto, but if there is a heaven, I'm pretty sure there's no room in it for Joseph Rosenbaum. You don't think the child rapists get to go to heaven? Yeah, I don't think they, you might get forgiven for some of your sins. You know, if you had impure thoughts or you lied to your mother, kind of like in confession. But if you go to a confession and you say, I anally raped five boys, um, you don't go to heaven. You don't get forgiven. You don't get a pass. He's, he's, he's burning in hell. Little, little nymphs are sticking pitchforks in him as we, as we speak. Mm. They, they chose him over Rittenhouse. And you're right. For political reasons. Yes. They side. Here's what I wish everyone would understand. And I understand that they're not. Most of the people, most Democrats, most supporters of Ayanna Presley don't care. They just see the D. They hate Trump. They say, I'm, I'm with her. They don't care that she uh, slandered and libeled a child with, without any hesitation or regret. They don't care that Joe Biden called this kid, this junior cadet police officer and lifeguard kid, this hardworking blue collar 
kid from a broken home. They don't care that he called him a white supremacist. They don't care. It, 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 I like the good guy. I'm against the bad guy. You know, it, it, it had nothing to do with the fact that, that, that Kyle Rittenhouse is white. Rosenbaum's white. Huber's white. Who cares what that they're white? If he were black, I would feel, if, if Rittenhouse were black, I'd feel the exact same way. I would continue to root for the innocent kid against the evil child rapist. That's me. And you know That's what? Me. Like, you know what bothers me too? People now complaining that uh, the right is lionizing um, Rittenhouse as a hero. But I'm like, I'd ra- much rather that someone who acted um, morally correct, which was uh, self defense, um, than lionizing uh, these these child rapists, like post putting them on posters and uh, airbrushing their face and making them look like saints. It's like I would rather err on the side of lionizing the right. actual person who acted heroically. So let, let's not do that anymore. Let's you know, not- that, that, that's a good point because there are people who are, you know, on the right, people I'm generally with on these, and they're afraid to say it. They want to say, oh, he's no hero, or he shouldn't have been there. I'm sorry, he is a hero. What he did is heroic. He knew the cops were standing down. They, they, he said it to Tucker, the governor, Tony Evers, didn't call in the National Guard, at least not in the right, the right numbers. He knew that the car source two was likely to burn the way car source one burned. He knew many of the businesses in his home, in his community, were going to be destroyed yeah. by the likes of Rosenbaum and Huber and Grosskrauts. These are Antifa scum bent on destruction. And he looked around, as he pointed out, asked for help. They needed protection. and. Why was he carrying the AR-15? What did you want him to protect it with? A friggin' Nerf gun? You needed that to protect life, to protect property from these anarchists bent on destroying your town. And that's the other thing is the, the type of the type of gun is irrelevant. So what? What if you had uh, two yeah. handguns on him? Like that? That would have been the same thing. So I don't know. His AR-15 probably no, 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 lost twenty no, rounds. No, no, that would have been illegal. That would have been illegal. Really? If he had a handgun. Oh, I yes, didn't know that. So in the, okay, so that yeah, was his measured option. It. it had to be a certain length. Then that's the Gross option. Gross gun was illegal. Uh, his gun was legal. Well, Another reason. Then what are these, the what are these assholes same. talking about then? With like focusing on this AR-15, that was what he was legally a- able to carry. So that's so. I, I, we need to normalize self-defense in this country. That's the other he, thing. Right. If well, my well, wife, as he points out, if my wife, we'll get to, we'll get to some, if my uh, wife is getting attacked. Uh, in in like a parking garage or something. If my I want her to shoot the person attacking uh, attacking them, and I and I would congratulate her and I would tell her that she's done the right thing. It's a hard thing to do to kill someone. No, the vast majority of people do not want to kill someone. We need to normalize self defense though and tell them that they did a good job when they when they right. act in that way and in yeah. under duress. And we need to abnormalize, uh, you know, uh, anarchy and arson and destruction exactly. of communities because you're upset. <clears throat> that uh, that uh, a, a criminal uh, was shot by the police justifiably because that criminal would assaulted a woman sexually, stolen her car, wielding a knife, kidnap attempting to kidnap children, was shot again justifiably by the cops. The media lied about it. The media uh, stoked the flames, uh, you know, literally in this in this in this community. It's there to blame too, but someone had to protect Kenosha and they left it to a 17 year old and his buddies. That's the fault of the cops. That's a fault of the, the, the mayor. That's a fault of the governor. I think what he did was heroic. He stepped up and protected his community as best he could. And he was put in a, a difficult situation by these thugs. He had no choice. He was either going to shoot or die. That's why he was, uh, exonerated. That's why he was found not guilty by a jury of his peers. It's simple. If he did not shoot, he would have died. I think. I think it is heroic. I think the uh, right wing people or conservatives who say, "Oh, he didn't do anything heroic. He shouldn't have been there." They're cowards. They're afraid to step up and say, "Yes, what he did was the right thing. He protected his community." That's what a man is supposed to do. They left it to a child. This is what I know. It. This is what I know. If if I have a business in my community and looters are coming to tear that down. I, I owned a restaurant. It's hard work building something from nothing, from scratch. And every day you're worried about your every day it's 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 a hustle to try to make it work. And if I'd built a business over the course of years and I was worried about looters tearing it down, I would want and and I, the cops weren't going to do anything. I would want my community members to stand with me and protect 
and protect it too. If I'm the owner of the car lots, I'd be like, thank God this guy was here. He probably he prevented, he no, prevented I mean, absolutely. Like, I hope, the I destruction hope they, of my uh, life. I I hope they have the guts to come out and say that. Give him a friggin' award. What he did was heroic. What he did was, again, what what a man was supposed to do. And it's 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 you know it's right out of Hollywood. You know, oh the the leaders, the gut cowardly leaders. They they stood down and they left these poor store owners and and residents to fend for themselves. And a few heroic guys, uh, some still in their teens said, we'll do our best. I mean, he had his little medical kit along with his rifle, and he was out there trying to help after spending a day scrubbing off graffiti that was put there by this Antifa scum and these BLM agitators. He, 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 he stepped up. That's what you're supposed to do. I, I find it disgusting that you, if you say he shouldn't have been there and shouldn't have done what he then what you wanted Rosenbaum and, and, and Huber to just continue to burn the city. And people maybe think, people would have died. And people think, oh, it's just stuff. It's just a building. It's just a car lot. It's just someone's property. No, it's not. It's their life. It's their livelihood. Every day we choose to trade some of our life in order to time in our life. We have a limited amount of time in order to make money so that we can fulfill our life so we can support our family. It's not just property. It's how we go and support our family and, and, and the, support and our life. It's it's you can't look at it like that. Right. There's nothing wrong with protecting property. No, you're right. It's and and I love this idea with the people think that somehow January 6th was the worst thing that ever happened in this country. Well, you know what? Something happened uh, Sunday in Waukesha that was worse than it January was worse. 6th. Absolutely, it was worse. Worse. I mean, and <laughs> it's not the worst thing that's happened in the last year. This was much worse. And they act like if you're whatever Nancy Pelosi or AOC, that place is sacred. No, that's the people's house. We own that. It was fixed. They did minimal damage. They fixed it up in a day. That doesn't destroy the lives of, of people, hardworking people who have whatever, a car dealer or have a, you know, a shoe store. That's to me more sacred than a government building that's used like as an office for government hacks and bureaucrats. These are people's lives. You burn down a, uh, a, a, a coffee shop, you destroy the life of that owner and that person. They, you know, they, they've spent their life saving to, to build that business and you right. destroy it allegedly for racial justice. And that's, that's crap. And the, the people who vandalized the, the Capitol, they're, they're, they're in prison. Many of them. We've already talked about Jacob Chansley, Viking man doing 41 months. Well, we'll get to, to Daryl Brooks. He's never, I mean, <laughs> He, he is let go for every crime, and he's committed just about everything in the book, literally, including attempting to run over a woman with his car right. recently, just, just the other day. I think it was November 2nd. Right. Released, released on $1,000 bail. Jacob Chansley has never even gotten bail. A guy who walked in the Capitol, walked around, howled like a wolf, and walked out. That guy can't get bail. Even at millions and billions, no bail for that. But running over a woman with your car, you get um, um, raping a child, pimping her out. I'll get to his rap sheet. We'll get to. I don't understand uh, how you rape five uh, five kids. I thought he raped more than that, but maybe he's only convicted with five. I don't understand how you rape five kids and be out of prison in you got, a few you got eight, years. I believe he got eight years. He got you know let out for good behavior. That's I, like, I, I I read his rap sheet. In prison, in prison, he had what it was like fifty violations, including arson. Including uh, two prison in uh, Arizona, I believe. Rosenbaum got out early, which is is all you need to know. Yeah. All I did. Rosenbaum got out early, despite forty violations while in prison. He got out in eight years, and Jacob Chansley's going to have to do uh, four. <laughs> and you There's know, no, no you, you know, you know how I am too. I want to decriminalize anything nonviolent. I want to decriminalize. I want to stop police interactions with people for 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 peaceful stuff. But not no. But the the, the violence is uh, violent people. That's what prison is for. It's taking people who are going to hurt other people and putting them somewhere so that they don't. I mean, uh, it, it's it's astounding to me that uh, that he right. $1,000 well, for running someone over, so for trying to run yeah, someone over. It's crazy. Right, and it was lowered. It was lowered. I mean, he, uh, he, he got out without bail many times. The most bizarre thing, Carano, he went before a judge for felony bail jumping. Felony bail jumping, where he was out on bail and he didn't come back. Yeah. So he's, uh, 
felony bail jumping and the judge let him go on a thousand dollars bail the guy who doesn't <laughs> return after posting bail got out on a thousand dollars bail that system is so corrupt that's where they should be setting fires to the da's office burn the whole burn the bitch down said michael there brown's father uh, we'll get to da john chisholm who has blood on his hands blood of the dancing grannies we'll give you an update on that and we'll give you the uh, we'll play some sound from tucker with uh kyle rittenhouse, rittenhouse the biggest get in cable news in years i thought kyle rittenhouse did a fantastic job and i say shame on you joe biden ayanna presley aoc time to apologize to an innocent child the child you wanted to put away for life We'll get to the uh, Tucker sound and a whole lot more on today's Callahan show brought to you by DCU. Do you love your car, but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU and they can help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate or both. Applying is easy and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA membership required. All right. There's lots of, uh, Highlights. I know a lot of people are talking about what um, Tucker, what Kyle Rittenhouse said to Tucker about his former lawyers, Lynn Wood and John Pierce. It's disgusting. He claimed that uh, they wanted to leave him in jail. They told him he was safer in jail and they wanted, they still were trying, they're fighting over the money raised. They raised over a million bucks to bail him out. And uh, they're fighting over whose money that is. I'm sorry, this Lynn Wood is, is a scoundrel. The more I read about him, he was involved in the stop the steal thing. So there was, uh, there was that for those, you know, the, the CNN crowd. They, one of these uh, Trumpkins, Lynn Wood, looked really bad in this interview. But I couldn't help but think, watching and listening to him, think that, 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 this, that he's a kid. First of all, he's a kid. He's a legit kid. He sounded pretty sharp. Uh, pretty confident. He doesn't sound like this whole experience has just totally destroyed him. It might, it might. Um, but he also sounds pretty clearly like he's coming after the people I who think so. slandered him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a whole new bunch of lawyers. He used legal terms. He said Joe Biden defamed him yeah. and used and and used malice. actual malice. Yes. Like someone so so I can't wait. That's gonna be great. He's going to sue the sitting president who defamed him before he was president. So he can't, you know, use whatever executive privilege or presidential <laughs> privilege. Uh, that will be wonderful. I hope he comes after him, but he just sounds like a kid who wanted to you know, live his life, go to school, become a nurse. That doesn't play into the theory that he's some kind of gun crazed, you know, militia guy. He doesn't want to be in the military. He's not joining the you know special forces. He wants to be a nurse he does. and he's going to study it. He said he might change his mind and become a lawyer now that he's seen how corrupt the system could be, but he wants to be a nurse. But so, but you thought what, he did well. I thought he did well too. I, I didn't really, I was a little, I didn't love the Tucker, uh, honestly, like he had some fake laughs and they produced it in a weird way where there's some jump cuts. And I just, I, I Tucker's always under fire. And so I want him to be perfect so no one can poke holes in what he does. And I just, I, I gave him a, I think I give him like a C plus for, for that, but gonna, really well. well, get, get ready. You want to talk about coming after Tucker. They had a camera behind the scenes. If you didn't see it throughout the whole trial. Yes. They follow, they follow, and, and this is Tucker's crew for Tucker's uh, Fox nation documentary series. It's called the trial of Kyle. They follow him into to bed. <laughs> They're behind the scenes in the courtroom from, you know, walking into the courtroom and, in the car on the way to court and his lawyer mark richards has said he didn't like it he didn't want them there but tucker uh someone in kyle's camp whether it's his mother or you know his friends or whoever his other lawyers uh civil lawyers <clears throat> they invited tucker in and i don't know how that's all going to come across to the country but tucker is going to be under fire for that even if even if it looks good it's going to look like he's exploiting the child but i have to say <clears throat> i'm going to watch and I think last night's show, typical Tucker, good night, gets three, three and a half million. You know, he's generally either number one or the five is number one, and he's number two in cable news every night. I'm going to guess that got six million viewers. Yeah, I bet. I bet it's a, a huge watched. get, yeah. and uh, I couldn't stop watching. And it was good because it was only 48 minutes. They didn't drag it out. You're right. It was some weird cuts and edits. Yeah. 
can't, you know, talk to him all night. I just don't think I could do that well if I were when I was 17. I don't oh, think I would. Me neither. I thought he handled it really well. He came across as very likable, which is hard to do for someone who killed people, you know? And that, I think that's <laughs> uh, and I think that's really important. You have to be able to identify with him and you totally could. So, he this I mean, besides him being in jail for 87 days and his life being turned upside down, I think this I think this is about as good as it could have gone for Rittenhouse this entire way. And he's unlike most 17-year-olds or even, you know, 30 or 40-year-olds. He really, you know, says like and you know and you know and like and like and you know. He's not one of them. He spoke clearly and maybe they cut out all the likes and you knows. They might have. But actually, Tucker was prefaced. I thought that was weird, too. He said that uh, Rittenhouse comes off as kind of bewildered sometimes. He does see, see, I think that's just he's got wide eyes. But it was funny that he prefaced that. I didn't think he did at all. I thought he was very clear with his answers, and he came off as really intelligent and likable. One, the one question I wanted, well, I didn't want, I was wondering if Tucker would ask when he said he was in prison. His last month in prison, he was in a room. He said it was like a, 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 ho, a like a Super 8 motel room that had a bathroom with no running water. So he didn't take a shower for a month. When yeah. he got out, he said he smelled. And I just wanted to know, does that include the toilet and the sink? I mean. You didn't, <laughs> what'd you do for that? He, uh, said, he, had, he said he had a TV and a desk and a bathroom, but no running water. And he didn't want to tell the guards because he didn't want to be a, a problem, which was a little strange. Not all that you know, relevant or important, but a little strange. Talking about how much he smelled after his, his, his month in big boy prison. But let's, yeah. uh, let's listen to some of uh, Kyle Rittenhouse with Tucker. What do you got, Carano? Well, I've got him talking about Biden. Um, or the Lindwood oh, stuff. You want to hear Biden? Yeah, let's li- let's listen. And I think it's pretty clear that he already is planning his uh, civil action against uh, Sleepy Joe. What did you make of the President of the United States calling you a white supremacist? Mr. President, if I could say one thing to you, I would urge you to go back and watch the trial and understand the facts before you make a statement. That's not a small thing to be called that. No, it's... It's actual malice defaming my character for him to say something like that. What, I mean, why do you think, and it's not simply Biden who said that, it's a lot of people on television have said that, a lot, dozens of people have said that. I'm it, sorry to tell you in case you haven't seen it. Yeah. It's actually quite hysterical how nobody can go back and look at the facts of the case. He crossed state lines, false. He's a white supremacist, false. None of that is true. And the lies that they can just get away with spreading is just sickening and it's a disgrace to this to this country. That, that is so good because A, again, no ums and ahs and likes and you knows. Uh, and B, clearly, he speaks clearly, enunciates, and he nailed it. It's, it's, it is disgusting, the lies they told about him, including being a white supremacist. And he knows people like Biden, people like Ayanna Presley didn't watch a minute of the trial. They didn't, no, they didn't care. Yeah. You know, they jumped in. Hell, they, they called him a white supremacist. I believe it was like the day after or the shooting that Ayanna Presley called him a domestic terrorist and a white supremacist, shot people who were there to affirm the value of black lives. That would be Joseph Rosenbaum, who was running around calling everyone the N-word, the child rapist. That's the, that's the side Ayanna Presley took against this kid. It makes but, it makes sense that Rittenhouse was able to do a good job. I mean, it takes a clear thinker to be able to handle himself in that mob uh, the night of the shooting. You're right. So you're right. Well, he talked about how uh, how come you don't get upset, and he said he learned long ago that if, if you get upset that you lose your head, other people lose theirs. And he was remarkable. I mean, I wish he I wish he played sports because that kid would be clutch. That was one of the most clutch performers oh, he's he ever it. seen. Yeah. He nailed it. And I'm sure he must have gotten fed the I'm sure they were prepared. I'm sure he had the questions going in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but that's fine. But that's still you're 17 years old, even if you know the question. It's tough to to execute like he did yesterday with, you know, in a very clear way and to come across likable is is the thing that that I think is was so important. That's hard to do. You get nervous. And maybe you look standoffish or or whatever or, or right. skittish or something, and and he didn't at all. He just he came across as likable. It's hard to do. Yeah, I'm gonna guess whenever Daryl Brooks does an interview, he's not gonna be very likable. Oh but, no, uh, no, not I, that. I would say not only likable, I'm uh, just believable, credible. He felt like, you know, this kid just he doesn't have any any phony any act in him. Unlike no. you know, unlike all his critics, Biden and Ayanna Presley and all the 
and the, you know, the Kevin Cullens and all the, the media people, they're all a bunch of phonies. This kid's not phony at all. That's why they hate him. He's real. He's honest. And he did the right thing. Well, it's exactly, why, uh, it's, sorry, it's exactly why Cullen hates him is because he's honest. It's a, a nice right. little mirror <laughs> reflecting back at Cullen of how, what, a, what a hack, what a lying hack he is. All right, let's play a little more Tucker with uh, Rittenhouse, then we'll get to Cullen. So I can, we can do the, he talks about the media a little bit more, or I can do the okay. Linwood stuff. Um, do the like? media, do the media. All the right. Linwood is going down a whole new rabbit hole that we don't have to do that. But All right, let's see what he said here. Hold on, here we go. Um, and they would like to see you, you know, help make this better by holding some of these liars to account. Do you, do you plan to do that? I have really good lawyers who are taking care of that right now. Um, so I'm hoping one day there will be some, there will be accountability for their actions that they did. Okay, so you're, you're intent on not, you're not gonna let that go. Uh, like I said, really good lawyers are handling yeah. that. Yeah. He's, he's, he's doing it and he's I mean, yeah, uh, being advised, crazy. he's being advised by Nicholas Sandman who made a fortune suing media people who are still suing. He has six cases still pending. Wow. Suing everybody, including CNN. Uh, I assume, uh, believe me, they were much, they slandered and libeled and defamed, um, uh, Rittenhouse much more than they did to Nicholas Sandman. I mean, <laughs> he, he was a white supremacist, domestic terrorist murderer. Just after the verdict, what's that? Tiffany Cross, the woman on another total race baiting, you know, lunatic on MSNBC. After the verdict, she said the white supremacists in Congress are protecting this little murderous white supremacist after the not guilty verdict. So I assume somebody in whatever the legal office is, the law office is just keeping a list and just adds Tiffany Cross. I mean, Take the sound. Yep. It's a one minute bite, have thirty second bite. Take the sound. Take the thing. Fill out the the, you know, the the requisite forms and add her to the list. And and MSNBC is going to pay for this because he's not a public figure. I just was um, reading uh, an analysis to this, a legal analysis of this this morning, um, and this is from the Washington Examiner. It says. There's a good chance Rittenhouse would win any defamation case he chooses to pursue, according to Todd McMurtry, a lawyer who helped the Covington Catholic student, Nicholas Sandman, win his case against CNN. Because Rittenhouse is a private figure, his lawyers would only have to prove negligence on the part of whoever made the defamatory statement, said McMurtry. Quote, I think Rittenhouse may be able to make a case when commentators on MSNBC say he's a school shooter, a white supremacist, even a vigilante. Lots of media people said he was a murderer. And I think that's actionable because that suggests that he committed a crime and we know that he did not. That's exactly. Sounds pretty simple to me. Yeah. You call him a murderer. That, that absolutely. I mean, it's a, the, then you're, you're calling him a criminal. Uh, also, or, like After, the, or calling him a, calling him a, uh, like a militia uh, person in the militia. That's as right. well, like all that stuff. How about, how about when they asked him about that? He goes, I didn't even know. I don't even know what a militia right. is. Well, I and, found and that a Biden, little hard to believe. Joe Biden is calling him a militia member. And he's going, what's, what's that? You know, he's, he did seem pretty naive and childlike in some of his answers. It's true which is understandable. He's a child, yeah. but all right. Uh, all right. We, we should move on. We should move on. We got a lot to get to. I want to get to Colin and I want to get to uh, the latest on Daryl Brooks. We now know who's at fault. We got a name, a face for the person who is uh, responsible for leaving this stone cold killer, this monster on the street. But you want to get, you want to get to Colin and I, I had to go to my, uh, what do you call it, incognito uh, browser. Yeah, that's right, incognito to read it. Which normally people do it when they watch porn. They don't want their spouse or their, <laughs> their family members. And so I wouldn't know anything about this incognito. Sure. What do you call it? What do you call it, a browser? Uh, yeah, you can incognito mode is what we say. Incognito mode. I've never heard of such a thing, so <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Good. But I... Uh, I did it, you know, for the show. I went to my incognito. Oh my God, it didn't last. It's gone. Well, just put it back in the incognito uh, mode again. Oh, I'm so, oh, you're right. You're right. Right. You but yeah, so back. that you could read this I Boston Globe article. I mean, it's behind a paywall. I don't like. I, I feel dirty reading what they write or what they publish anyway. I hate them not as much as you do, 
but uh, but but they're terrible people. And Kevin Cullen is such a hack, such a liar hack. I hate how he and, uses and it's, dead and, people to further his own career. Um, but I had to read it for the show. I did it for the show. And, and uh, you know, uh, I've always often pointed out that the Boston Globe is not really a newspaper. It's not a respected media outlet. It is an absolute joke, a national joke. And there's no better evidence than the uh, Kevin Cohen story. I mean, there's plenty of evidence. Mike Barnacle, Patricia Smith, Callum Borges. There's all kinds of people who just made a living making stuff up, lying about people. Didn't matter. They didn't care. It's just a plaything for John Henry and Linda Pasuti, two awful people who use it, you know, the way Jeff Bezos uses the Washington uh, Post to get after their enemies and, and do favors for their friends. And there's not a single newspaper, I don't even know how many newspapers are left in this country, a couple hundred, not one that would have kept Kevin Cohen, not one that would not, even the New York Times, which, and the Washington Post, which again, are just uh, political uh, uh, advocacy groups. They're not newspapers. They're not media outlets. They're, they're, you know, they're PACs, they're special interest groups. They would have fired him. They would have fired him. He's not even CNN would have fired him. MSNBC. Boston Globe is the only place that caught a guy lying over and over and over again, stealing the valor of victims of uh, the marathon bombing, lying, pretending he was at the finish line, pretending he knows could smell the Richard it. family. But, you know, pretending, I mean, that's just, this, he could smell the finish yeah, line like just, he was there. All complete lies. And everyone, he got caught. That he knew to, the family, that he knew the firefighter yeah. who carried, uh, what's her name? Janie was the, the little girl. Janie. Uh, he calls like, her Jane. Her name's Jane, but he's close he, to her. He, so he, he calls he her waved, Jane. He waved to her and he could waved just tell. Her. That was, the, to me, the worst. He oh called her his God. good luck charm. Piece he said, shit. Janie Richard, who lost a brother and a leg in the bombing and has no idea who Kevin Cohen is. He pretended they were friends. And he calls her Janie and said that she's his talisman. She's his good luck charm. He's disgusting and despicable. He's still working, though. Um, and he writes, uh, the headline is, despite killing two people, Kyle Rittenhouse stands to become a celebrity. The 18-year-old walked despite killing two men and stands to become a celebrity as a Second Amendment hero. It's small comfort that he couldn't have pulled this off in Massachusetts. And he's right. About that's that. comforting? He talks to, he, People can't defend themselves <laughs> in Massachusetts? That's comforting? So, well, he's right. It, it couldn't have happened in Massachusetts. In Massachusetts, Kyle Rittenhouse would have been shot dead by uh, Gage Grosskrauts. Or before that, he would have been beaten to death by either Rosenbaum or Huber or, or the mob. Jump Kick Man. Yeah. They would have killed him. So that's, your, that's Kevin Cohen's take on this, that we're better in Wisconsin because a young kid trying to protect his community would have been murdered because, by the mob. Because got the it? victim, and he because goes the victim to it, got and he goes murdered. To, and then, you know, I got nothing against this guy, John Rosenthal, but he's a anti-gun nut. He's the one who pays for those big billboards. His company's his, his organization is called Stop Handgun Violence, and he, you know, praises Massachusetts for the fact that you cannot walk around with, you know, an assault weapon of war, an automatic weapon, all the all the usual lies. You know, they don't need background checks there. Another lie, they're national. Anyway, if this was Massachusetts, he couldn't have gotten away with it. Great. He'd be dead. He'd be Kevin dead. Cohen's a freaking fool. And he lies and says, you know, he, he shot two unarmed men. That's well, so, so. Rosenbaum was trying to take the gun away, and Huber bashed him in the head with a skateboard and would have killed him. If he didn't shoot him, we know that. He could but, have. He hit him in the back of the head with the, with the, skate, that, the skateboard. That could have killed him. That could have killed him. Yeah, so, you know, judge someone by their enemies. You know, Biden, Ayanna Presley, Joy Reid, Tiffany Cross, and Kevin Cohen in the Boston Globe. He also, Go for it. Sorry, the other, sorry he, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm fired up about this. But the, the other <laughs> lie is uh, he says that whatever the verdict is, Rittenhouse is an irresponsible kid who has a self who is a self-appointed protector of property. No, he's not. They asked him. The car dealership right. asked him if if he would stay and help. That they they just seen another piece of their another property of theirs get burned down the night before. He's such a liar. So you're saying that Kevin Cohen is stretching the truth here? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, 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 I find that disappointing. So I mean, surprising. the Boston Globe, the paper of my youth, had <laughs> Lee Montville and Peter Gammons and Bob Ryan. They would never do that. I mean, 
it is a piece of garbage, not worthy for your and, and puppy to li- piss on. Listen to this. I'm going to go. This is what he says. I'm going out. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that Rittenhouse didn't share his support of BLM with his proud boy pals when he had a few beers and posted photographs with him after one of his, his uh, court hearings. Are you kidding me? Proud boy friends. And how do you know what's in his heart? I'm guessing he didn't. He he didn't stick up for BLM. Then. Why, why would you? Here's, why how, here's how you know. Up? Here's how you know he's 100% innocent of the charge that he's a. A uh, militia guy, a white supremacist, a proud boy. They had his phone. They had his computer. They had all his social what a media. Scene at all. You're going to show me any 17 year old kid where you don't get uh, strung up by your social media, that you don't get embarrassed, at least by your social media. They got nothing on him. There's no nothing about proud boys. There's nothing about white supremacists or militia gangs, any of it. If nothing. There was, if there was That's a, how you know. And by the way, I, I didn't get to that. He didn't mention that. He, he told Tucker that he supports BLM. Well, of course he does. They're coming after him. They're they're the mob. The BLM mob was the ones that came after him, literally, and now figuratively, they're coming after him again to, to destroy him, whether it's through the media, whether it's online. Uh, his lawyer, Mark Richards, said told Martha McCallum that his advice to Rittenhouse was change your name and move away. He thinks he should change his name. I think so, too. I think he should protect himself. I think he's going to be in trouble going to ASU. I think that's a problem. Well, can you carry an AR-15 to class at ASU? I don't know. I don't know. In some places you can. I think if you go to certain places, you'll have a lot of friends as well as a lot of enemies. And, you know, they'll get used to you being there. And if they ever just do their homework and learn about the case, they know they know you're innocent. <clears throat> but he said, told Tucker he supports BLM. Well, Lots of people say they support BLM because, as we know, it's the greatest marketing thing in the world. It's like, you don't think Black Lives Matter? It's They support the words Black Lives Matter, not the Marxist organization, the violent organization to defunding the police and ending capitalism. That organization, very few people support. Plus, he doesn't want to make any more enemies of these these crazy people. He knows who they are. They're, you know, they're 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 violent. They're arsonists. They're anarchists. So he's like, yeah, I'm with you, BLM. You know, lay off. Leave me alone. You know, he's not like you know, like a card carrying member of the organization sending them donations. No, that's that's you know, Hollywood celebrities do that, not normal people. Anyway, anyway, let's move on. Let's let's. Uh, oh. By the way, we're going to do my pillow, and I've never felt better about doing my pillow today. We'll get to um, Waukesha in the latest, and we'll tell you who's at fault for the five dead and 48 injured um, so far, so far, uh, including I think all the dead so far are dancing grannies. <clears throat> That's all you need to know about one Daryl Brooks, pure evil. But he was, didn't act alone. We'll tell you who else is responsible after we tell you about my pillow. <clears throat> and today, I feel great about doing my pillow because, as we learned, Kyle Rittenhouse was screwed over by his two lawyers, Lynn Wood and John Pierce. They had a million bucks. They told him he's better off staying in jail. He's safer. So they didn't bail him out. You know who came to the rescue to bail him out? One one man, Mike Lindell. Yep. Mike Lindell from my pillow stepped up. And he wasn't afraid. People were afraid. They knew that if you supported Rittenhouse, that the big tech companies would destroy you. They, uh, a cop, as we now know, uh, Kelly uh, in Norfolk, Virginia, got destroyed. His, his, he lost his job because he donated 25 bucks anonymously yep. to Kyle Rittenhouse. Candace Owen just raised 200 grand for him, which is great. But I hope he gets his job back. All the people who had their Twitter uh, uh, accounts taken down because they supported Rittenhouse, they should have, I mean, there should be some some way to make up for this insanity. But, you know, Mike Lindell doesn't care. He's got, he's got guts. He steps up, doesn't care what big tech or big media will do to him. And that's what he did when he helped out uh, Kyle Rittenhouse a year ago. Now, you know, you can help him out and you can get a great, great Christmas gift. Just go to MyPillow, make sure you use the word code word Jerry and get huge discounts. For example... You can get a standard my pillow normally $69.98 for $19.98 with code word Jerry. My pillow is made in the USA. Comes with a 10-year warranty, machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you will ever sleep on. And it makes a great Christmas gift. If you get it now, you can support this show 
and you can l- join us in the fight against cancel culture like us. Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob by purchasing from MyPillow. Not only are you helping out the show, you're joining us in the fight against cancel culture. MyPillow's not in the big box stores. No, they won't allow that. So you can get factory direct pricing if you order from MyPillow.com using the code word Jerry. I got the Giza sheets. I got the dog bed for Bug. I got the pillow. All We all got the pillows in my family, and we love them. You should too, especially uh, if someone you need a Christmas gift for someone. All you got to do is go to MyPillow.com, use code word Jerry, and it shows up in the mail. Easy to wrap, and I'm sure they will love it. I would have been telling you about Shea Concrete for a long, long time. Today, we're sitting with the man who makes it all work, the man in charge of the whole place, my brother-in-law, Greg. Hey, Greg, seems like business is booming at Shea Concrete. We're cranking that out, Jerry. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, what's holding you back these days? We could use some good help. You need people? We need people. How many people do you need? At least 20 people. 20? Well, what kind of people? We have positions driving trucks, working in the production plants, estimating engineers, all kinds. You need any podcasters? You <laughs> know, we do have the precast podcast. Well, I, I think it seems like a great place to work, as I tell people. It's a family atmosphere. You guys are good to your people. There's a great gym here at the headquarters. Uh, what's holding you back? Why can't you find people? Besides being to work on time, you have to pass the drug test. Ooh, <laughs> you have to pass a drug test. That's all it takes. All right, if people want to uh, come see you, they want to talk, what do they have to do? Bunch of ways. They can, if they want to be a team member, they can go to shakeconcrete.com, fill out an application. They can come to our, any of our offices. We got four locations. They can call me up directly. They can email jobs at shakeconcrete.com. And you'll give them a hat? And we'll give them a hat. Hats. Yep. All right, sounds good. Shakeconcrete.com. I saw a really cool, uh, nice cafeteria here. Can we go have lunch? Oh, absolutely. We got empanadas and chicken. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know what they are, but I'm going to go have an empanada. All right, quickly, Carano, let's get to uh, Waukesha. Waukesha. By the way, you want to see the, uh, we talked about these idiots in Congress, Ayanna Presley and Tlaib, and the dumbest thing AOC has ever tweeted, and that's saying something because God knows she tweets some dumb stuff. Yesterday, yesterday, she was tweeting about how we must have bail reform. It's bail's too high. We can't be. Uh, forcing people to pay this kind of bet. Yesterday, one day after, the guy who got let out on ridiculously low bail got in his Ford Escape and mowed down 50, 60 people because the bail was too low, because the crackpot in the DA's office, John Chisholm, is a no-cash bail guy. That allowed uh, Daryl Brooks to be on the street to get in his car to run down a bunch of dancing grannies. And the reaction from the leading voice in the Congress for the Democrats, their leader, AOC, was, we must do more to lower bail, to eliminate cash bail. That is the most tone-deaf thing thing I've ever seen in my life. But uh, the the latest, if you haven't heard, uh, the latest is five dead, 48 injured. The age, ages of the deceased, you can see pictures of them online, or I've tweeted out pictures of the deceased. These are what you'd expect dancing grannies to be. Just beautiful, happy, older women out there dancing in a parade. Just, I mean, can you, you could picture, just close your eyes and picture them. Just great people, good salt of the earth, Midwestern, old ladies, good grandmothers, happy to be alive, happy to be, be you know, spending time with their grandkids and their friends and playing Marjan and, and, and dancing in a parade. Just, just great people scumbag, low-life, piece-of-shit Daryl Brooks ran them down. Who knows why? Maybe he's upset about the Rittenhouse verdict. Maybe he's just upset about life. But uh, the, uh, there are 18 kids injured, including two in critical condition. We're hoping, praying they pull through. Um, five dead's going gonna, gonna to grow. 48 injured did it on purpose. Somebody at CNN made up that story about him fleeing from the police, trying to get away. No, you could see it in the video. He's trying to hit people. Hey, look, he's steering into people. people. Yeah, he's steering into people. Steering at them, banged up the car, took off. They caught him. Um, I was told reliably by BLM that they don't take black 
murderers into custody, they shoot them. Cops, for some reason, they decided not to shoot this black guy. They brought him into custody. He'll have a lawyer. He'll, he'll go to prison for life. I'm pretty sure this time he won't get bailed out. Uh, although you never know. It's Wisconsin. You know, Rittenhouse was held on $2 million bail for protecting himself. This scumbag was released on $1,000 bail after trying to run down one of the mothers of his many children. Uh, so he's, I don't, he's not going to get bail at all, I don't think. He's not going to be able to. No, they, not, they this, no not this time. No. Unfortunately for him, not this time. But he will not be executed. Wisconsin eliminated the death in 1853. So unfortunately, he's safe. He's where he belongs. He's in a cage. That's where people like this belong for life. But the story is just going to get more heartbreaking by the day. I think, uh, you know, hopefully. Sorry, I know you mentioned. I know you mentioned. The kids uh, pull through, but there's going to be kids. There's going to be kids on this this list. I know you mentioned before we were recording the the Turtle Boy article, which I read as well too. And I think that there's enough evidence here to to consider this person a domestic terrorist. I mean, it looks like he's clearly targeted. You look at his social media stuff, which I guess Facebook took down. Um, he's right, got right anti semite right stuff. He's got. He's posted. Um, he posted some quotes from Hitler, like a with a picture of him. He posted another like, meme that looked like a bunch of like stereotypical Jewish people around a table um, that that he was like using threatening remarks about. I I think I think it's now it's more. I didn't think so at the time yesterday or two, two days ago. I didn't, but I think it's more likely he was responding to the Rittenhouse thing. And he is something. a terror. He's a terrorist. But <clears throat> so what? If you're a terrorist or a mass murderer, what's the difference? You're going to go yeah. to prison for life. I mean, he's pure evil, but he did not act alone. I mean, there was no one in the car. Again, another CNN fable that he had people with him, that he was running from the police. I don't know why they made that up, but they made that up. He was alone. He was not running from police. He was out there to kill. And he was out there because of a man named John Chisholm. John Chisholm, C-H-I-S-O-L-M, a DA, 58 years old, in Milwaukee, a radical Soros-funded DA. These are the people creating havoc from coast to coast in Philadelphia and San Francisco and Los Angeles in Boston. These are the people that want to decriminalize crime. You and I talked about all the shoplifting and the raids on the stores in Walnut Creek. Mm-hmm. A gang of 80 people raided a store, a, um, a uh, Nordstrom and Neiman Marcus, one of There's them. Nordstrom. Went in there with ski masks on. They had cars blocking traffic. They ran in. They caught two of them. The rest of them got away, stole like a million dollars worth of stuff. They're doing it all over the place. They're doing it in San Francisco and Philadelphia. I told you about my friend, a Boston cop, who said they can't do anything about shoplifters anymore because it's not illegal. All they can do is go to the they, – they know who they are, so they go to their houses and try to get the stuff back and give it back to the store owner. And you know what happens the next day? They steal it again. Do you know what? These people did, did are I, destroying these cities. They're, these these Soros-funded DAs are destroying life in big cities. And, and this is a great example. This guy, Chisholm, is he proud of his stance on no cash bail. He wants to let criminals like Daryl Brooks out on the street to commit crimes again. He's a good friend of that, that scumbag in San Francisco and, and Gascon in L.A. And, and Krasner in Philly. He's one of them. He wants to let people like this go so they can kill again. It's, it's, it's nauseating, but I hope people in, at least in Wisconsin, I mean, in big cities, Philadelphia just reelected that guy Krasner, who's a total radical Soros nut. This guy, I don't know how safe he is, but I hope everyone in Wisconsin blames him because he is to blame. Okay. Well, I also, I didn't, I know I told you before the, like a very familiar Walnut Creek area and I was living in Oakland and when I was there at the top, I was standing at the top of my, um, there was a roof deck of my, my apartment building. And I saw a riot of people walk down the street to go to downtown, not very far, just a few blocks away, downtown um, Oakland, where that mob ended up looting, destroying property, breaking into businesses and stealing a bunch of stuff. And now it's legal. So I have mixed emotions on this. They voted for these people. They voted for these DAs. They voted for these Democrats that are, you know, like AOC and Ayanna Presley. They, someone votes for them. This is what you get. You vote for them. You know what they stand for. You get this kind of chaos. But my heart breaks for the store owners. I'm not sure they're big, you know, 
they want to decriminalize, you know, shoplifting and their lives are being destroyed. I realize it's a big chain, but they're not all big chains. Some of them are small stores. The store owners' lives are being destroyed because their people in the residents in that neighborhood voted for these radical pro-crime DAs. It's sad, but that's the way it is in big cities. And uh, I'm sure we're going to hear more. I, I told you, I just started going through the 50-page rap sheet for Daryl Brooks. There's a dozen spots where you say, how did he get out for this? I mean, he, he not only raped a 16-year-old, he pimped her out. I know. I know he <laughs> you did. Know, he not, not only jumped bail, but he tried to run over the mother of one of his children with his car. The same car he used to kill five dancing grannies. I mean, if this doesn't outrage everybody, I'm pretty sure we'll all be on the same team. Oh, 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 you mentioned, I'm sorry. Oh, you, you got, got one read minute. Turtle. You got one minute. You got to read Turtle Boy, TV Daily News. Uh, he does a great job. I think even you will admit he's punching up on this one. He's talking about all the crimes that John Chisholm allowed Daryl Brooks to commit and all the lies the media is telling. Um, I don't care. We'll go over. All right, it's up to you. The, da the Daily Beast writes, how big-time right-wing trolls Andy No and Tim Pool, two great followers on Twitter, by the way, tied the Waukesha killings to Black Lives Matter. Like, that's some egregious right-wing troll thing. Well, you just mentioned the social media. Social media is full of Black Lives Matter stuff. He's a Black Lives Matter serious supporter. You know, he believes, he, he, he this shows him with a, with a watermelon carved into letters BLM. Yeah. I mean, he's a big BLM guy, a big anti-Semite, as you point out. He's a big Hitler fan too, you know? Uh, he's got a lot of interest and, and a rapper who raps about, you know, killing Trump and, and all the uh, other, you know, <laughs> progressive causes. But um, he, if you look at his social media, it's frightening. That's the kind of stuff you're allowed to post on YouTube and, and Facebook. Um, Donald Trump can't be on there. And Alex Berenson can't be on there. And Turtle Boy sometimes can be. But it's a-okay for Daryl Brooks to talk about killing all the Jews. It's scary, sickening. Read it at tbdailynews.com. Turtle Boy uh, does a spectacular job on this. But all right, Karana, uh, we shall leave it there. What were you about to call me? Um, yeah, let's, 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 let's keep that in check. I think I've been here long uh, enough now. I called you Karano. Uh, yeah, you tried to, I saw the call. Uh, I heard that. I heard it. Uh, uh that was cousin Colin. That was cousin yeah, Kevin right, Colin. Yeah. No, okay, I'm good. looking at Kevin Colin right now. I'm still recovery. amazed, amazed that he has a job. It truly is amazing. Even if you work at the globe, you, I mean, you I know, mean, you're only, working at a he, clown he, college. That's all it is. He you're, only, he only writes every couple months. So and gotcha. like, I remember the last thing that I remember him doing was over the summer. We talked about going and visiting this barber and telling him jokes. And then I know someone from KMS called him up and the barber was like, that never happened. So he just, oh, still, really? <laughs> he's, he's just still making you know, shit uh, up. Now that I know I can read him by going on the, uh, incognito. There you go. Page. Mode. Yep. Mode. So you mean I could go on pornography sites if I do this too? Uh, yeah, but use a VPN. No one will know? Too. Use a VPN. Well, yeah. Uh, it depends on if it clears your history automatically or not i can i'll help oh. you set up later on make sure you get to oh okay well good then I, I i'm glad to know that i didn't know i could read i usually do my history like i read shaughnessy once or twice a month and i'll clear my history other than that what's the point why would you need to yeah read the globe but you're right what reading cullen is always good for a laugh because you know he's just making it all up why not he got caught <laughs> they did nothing so why not keep on doing your thing but uh we gotta tell people uh, what's going on tomorrow tomorrow uh as of now as of now our plan is to do our subscriber show our sponsors only supporter show our <laughs> supporter keep forgetting the supporter only show for our uh, community on local so if you're on locals and uh, you're a subscriber supporter we'll do our show tomorrow if, if you're a supporter a subscriber whatever <laughs> you're part of our community <laughs> A supporter on uh, <laughs> Locals. And if you're not, you should be on Locals anyway because you can watch us. And we post on Locals. And Carano does his fringe politics show on Locals for free. Yes. Correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. And if you pay, not a lot. We're, we're, we're not free, but we are cheap. You can go to Locals.com. Watch us. Listen to us tomorrow, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, which used to be my younger days. Everyone's younger days known as Drinking Day. That's mm. the day where everyone gets together and drinks to excess and uh, wakes up 
seriously hung, hung over on Thanksgiving Day. We won't be doing that, but we will be doing a show. Unless, of course, something big breaks, Carano, then we're going to get thrown into action and we're going to do a regular show and a supporter-only show tomorrow. That's the plan. All right. You let me Does know. Does that sound good to you? I'll do whatever you want to do. You let me know. You'll do whatever I want to do. Well, no, most things. I mean, it's from the. No, I do. Oh, I think I'm pretty flexible. Yeah, if you want to do two, if it, if we want to do two tomorrow, we can do two. I can do it. No worries. Uh, but, but the plan is, as of now, to do a sub sponsor-only show supporter. tomorrow on local. Right. Supporter. Is that, a, is that good, Cole? What do you think, Cole? Support. I mean, Carano. I mean, Carano. By the way, when are you going to get your cousin Gina on the show? You said you were going to reach out to her. I never did that. Uh, I never said that. She doesn't. She doesn't know who I am. There's no like I. Yeah, she has. She has no idea who I am. If I if I you know talk to uh, Ben Shapiro, should I drop your name? Say I work with yeah. Uh, say Gina's, co cousin? Gina's cousin Matt is uh is yeah works yeah. It's not a lie, right? You're somehow yeah yeah distant cousins. Yeah, we're uh she's probably third cousin, I would guess. Yeah. Why don't you do that? Why don't you do your little 23 and me or whatever it is, spitting the thing, send it back, find no, out. No, 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 no. I don't want them to have my uh, my DNA on file. No way. I'm, I'm with you. I don't think any good comes of that. You start no. getting stupid ideas of where you're from and who you relate. Just live your life and you know, don't look back. That's my, I don't, my wife gave me one of those one time and I never used it. I said, I have no interest. There you go. In, you know, finding out, you know, where my great, 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 great grandfather was. I mean, who cares? Move on. Live your life. Right? That's right. All right, we shall leave it there. Thanks, Carano. Thanks, to everyone, for watching, for listening, for uh, following us on Twitter and uh, going to Apple Podcasts and giving us a uh, review and a five-star rating, if you would. We appreciate it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will talk to you again tomorrow on Locals. <laughs>